What's going on, everybody? This is episode 19 of the MLS Aces podcast. This is once again your host, Tom Sweezy, and I'm joined with my buddy down in Louisiana, Riley McManus. Riley, how you doing? I'm doing well, Tom. I got the door open in my office. It's a beautiful day. It's, uh, it's a great day to talk about soccer with a guy from New York. You said it was a nice day. How's, how's the weather? 79, not a cloud in the sky. It's, it's, a, it's just perfect. It's about 82 and humid as shit here, so... Oh, it's not even humid at all. Uh, it, I've been dying all day. So, do I technically win? Uh, you can win. Well, I'll give you okay. a win there. Uh, 13 and something. 13 and 2. 13 two. two. Yep. Got it. <laughs> like the Raiders. Um, this is going to be a pretty quick episode this week. Um, we just have not too much news to talk about. Uh, and the games are pretty much simple as it comes so first i wanted to talk about this week's listener of the week and or follower of the week or i've changed it so many times either one um this is person gonna, of the week person of the week um this is going to be mr steve gerano um he's on twitter at underscore s gerano g-e-n-n-a-r-o he covers toronto fc and he is tagged me in a story this weekend that uh Borussia Mönchengladbach of the Bundesliga will be at Orlando City's game this week to scout Mr. Kyle Laren, and this will be the third uh. time. This will be the third time that they have gone to a game to scout him in recent times. So, could the Canadian Messi be on his way to the Bundesliga, possibly soon? Uh, uh, I know how you feel about that. I don't have any words to contribute. I just have like. Noises. Groans. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, so that's our news as well. Yeah, that, that, that's literally the only news from this week besides the results, <laughs> and that is that Mr. Steve Gen- Gennaro, his last name is, which I was practicing it before, I was struggling with it, Steve Gennaro, he broke that story, and that'll be interesting to see. I could see Kyle Iron playing in the Bundesliga. I think he has that physical type of play that associates well with uh, German soccer. I still think Chelsea's his best bet. Okay, you're going to go to Chelsea. You're going to have him go to Chelsea and get loaned out like Matt Miazga. Future center back. <laughs> shall, um, we, shall we move on to the soccer? Um, before we move on to the soccer, we have a brand new sponsor to the MLS Aces podcast. That is right. Why don't you tell us who that is now? I wish I had. There was like a siren noise in the background, but... Our brand new sponsor to the MLS Aces podcast is X1 Fuel. X1 Fuel is a a nutrition supplement company that just started brand new in 2017, and they make a very fine product. Riley and I got to try out some of their pre-workout, some of their post-workout. We got an awesome new shaker bottle from them that they said they're going to switch up in a few mu- uh, few months' time, but wonderful shaker bottle. Um all of their products are all natural. They have no artificial sweeteners, no GMOs. They're caffeine-free, gluten-free, and they have 70% less sugar than Gatorade. Riley, how was your experience when you took some X1 Fuel pre- and post-workout? I really liked it. It, uh, it maintained my energy throughout the entire workout and afterwards. It did not feel tired or sluggish. I felt like I can go do another workout. And that's ultimately what we want after we feel uh, after we filled our body with all this powder and you know all natural supplements, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. The taste was, taste was good, and I couldn't th- 
thank Mr. Brett enough for letting us try this out. I I didn't have like usually when I sometimes I I take supplements. I work out six five to six times a week. Like I do some heavy lifting five six times a week. And usually when I take like a powder, like a pre workout or something like that, I get like a chemically bad taste. And this taste was just natural. It, it was honestly was one of the, some of the best tasting supplements I've ever had personally for a workout. And the pre workout especially got me through that workout without giving me that caffeine jittery, that, that jitteriness throughout the entire workout, which is something I really appreciate. And for you student athletes out there listening, or let's say you are an you're older and you're in an adult league and you want something to get you through a workout, then this stuff, X1 Fuel, wonderful stuff. Um, if you want to buy some X1 Fuel product, you can go to x1fuel.com. That is X1, the number one, fuel, F-U-E-L, dot com. And upon checking out, you can use the coupon code MLSACES for $10 off any nutrition product. Riley, do you want to say MLSACES again? M L S. A C E S M L S Aces, and you know it's on your phone or laptop right now. That's how you spell it. I, I was really, no, called, I was really hoping you were going to struggle through some uh, from some names, but it's okay. Yeah, it's a lot of names. I'll <laughs> save that for the other ad read. Stay tuned. That'll be for the later ad read. Now, Riley, are you ready for the soccer? I'm ready for the soccer. Let's get it started. I'm still kind of tickled about what just happened behind the scenes here. So I'll just start off. I'll start off with the first game. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto Football Club to Houston Dynamo nil. Yeah, Houston. First week they looked really bad. First week, but Josie Altidore had. Yeah, I mean Josie Altidore, 16th and 32nd minute had a brace, assisted by. Uh, Raheem Edwards and Sebastian Javinko. Houston looked flat, but it was also a road game in another country. And Josie Outstore and Sebastian Javinko, Michael Bradley, all those guys are starting to figure it out in Toronto. So, hey, off week, but road points, non-conference road points are really hard to get. I think you're exactly right. I think that, like we said a week or two ago, Toronto's starting starting to finally figure things out. Giovinco's beginning to look like Giovinco. Josie Altidore is scoring some goals and playing well up top with them. And Michael Bradley in that defense is playing well, even with Drew Moore being out with his heart condition. That uh, I think the same thing that Clint Dempsey had last season. So Toronto's starting to finally figure things out. Houston's play, uh, key players didn't really show up in this game, and Toronto took advantage and got a 2 nothing shutout. Um, moving on to another game that was north of the border, and that is the Vancouver Whitecaps and the Montreal Impact. The Vancouver Whitecaps defeated what? the... What? What is this, what is this game called? Isn't it like a derby? Uh, sure. There's a name. I don't know the name. <laughs> We're not prepared. Not, pre- this game. not prepared for this game. And neither were the Montreal Impact because they lost 2-1. to one. So the Vancouver Whitecaps defeated the Montreal Impact 2-1, to one, like I said. Um, Marco Donadell of the Impact started the scoring in the ninth minute. Andrew Jacobson scored to tie the game in the 29th minute, 1-1. And in the 79th minute, Christian Teixeira scored the game winner for Vancouver, also assisted by Andrew Jacobson, who had a huge game for the Whitecaps. Um... 
I was surprised that... I say I was surprised, I don't know why, that Vancouver defeated Montreal 2-1. to Both teams have been playing very inconsistently, inconsistent all year, and... I think it was just a very good game from Andrew Jacobson, who scored the first goal for Vancouver and then assisted on Christian Teixeira's second, uh, the game-winning goal, the second goal for Vancouver. And I think it was just a very back-and-forth game. It was high possession by both teams, and Vancouver just squeaked this one out. Yeah, Vancouver, Montreal, two teams that have performed as well as we both well, Montreal hasn't performed. We expected this from Vancouver up and down, mm-hmm. having games that they probably should have won and didn't, and probably should have lost but didn't. But Montreal, I mean, they might be another Toronto, and they figure it out you know, a little bit later in the season. But, you know, rough rough couple of weeks for both these teams. I, my last point in this game is you have to think that Montreal's aging midfield has also been a key to their uh, their inconsistency all season long. Aging Italian midfielders seem to be the quota. <laughs> the status quo. Um, you want to go into Excuse a game me. that has another aging superstar who scored? You want No, I want to talk about the status quo again. What, what's status quo? And that's Orlando oh, sorry. winning at home. Orlando's 5-0-0 at home, the best ever record to open a new stadium in MLS history. Carlos Rivas, 70th minute, scored a screamer. Very assisted nice by, goal. yeah, it was fantastic. Assisted by uh, Christian, uh, Christian Aguita, Kaká scored in his return in stoppage time and celebrated with a man who didn't have a shirt on. It was beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful setup from Kyle Laren who just puts it off the post, saved by Zach McMath, who had a very fantastic game, by the way. Colorado, yeah, their defense isn't what it was last year. I mean, uh, they obviously traded the piece of the way to Minnesota, but uh, Colorado's struggling bottom of the bottom of the West right now, and uh, they need to figure it out because this has not been a good outing. And you know who's above Colorado right now? Who? Minnesota. Yeah, I mean Minnesota. It's something the, you don't want. Well, the team that who they just traded two starters to. Just they're they're above you now, and you have to also think were those two starters key to the defensive success that Colorado had, and Colorado is also missing their star center back Axel Schoberg, who's been out since I think week one with an injury. So you also have to play that into effect. But their defense has not looked as good as it did last season. I mean, which last season they did something historic in Major League Soccer. So you're not going to expect them to repeat that, but. Defense hasn't looked as good, and their offense has looked even worse, if that's possible, with how they have been extremely struggling to score goals. Um, But I wanted to kind of turn back to Orlando for a second, and one player who has really impressed me in the last few weeks for Orlando is Mr. I think his name is Scott Sutter. I don't know his first name. I know Uh, the, the, the right back, Scott Sutter. Scott Sutter. He has looked very good at right back, and I think... For an Orlando defense that has been good all season long with Jonathan Spector playing well, Donnie Toya playing well, Joe Bendick playing well, Sutter, may, the, the right back was the weak part of their team. That's why they had Will Johnson starting there for the first few weeks. Sutter may be that key to having an even better defense than what they've had to start the year. 
and even better right back is coming back. Rafael Ramos is reportedly coming back from an injury this week, training with the team. So Orlando's defense gets another addition to how how well they've played so far to start the year. But I've been very very impressed. John Spector's possibly wouldn't have been one of the best defenders in MLS. Bendick has been uh, just remarkable so far. Uh, this, I mean, Orlando for real. Uh, I I'm hesitant to call it, but I, I'm I'm, I'm very hesitant to call it. I, I'm usually hesitant to call it for real. my favorite teams, just because I'm never confident in my favorite teams. But I, I, you could be different. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm not confident. <laughs> and uh, that's a little too much Orlando City talk for me. It's kind of giving me a little heartburn right now. So let's move let's, on. Let's move to let's move on to your favorite team. Yeah, let's move who on. Who also got a dub this week? Move on to my favorite team, who got a W without their superstar David Villa. New York City FC defeated the Columbus Crew this week three to two. Jack Harrison started the scoring for NYC FC in the eighth minute. Federico Higuain for the Columbus Crew scored in the 29th minute to tie things up one apiece. The Columbus Crew went ahead 2-1 with an Ola Kamara goal. But going into later in the second half, Yangel Herrera, the young midfielder for NYCFC, scored in the 64th minute to tie things up 2-2. And then Jack Harrison scored the game winner in the 76th minute. Um, this game I absolutely loved. I was nervous going up against Columbus, who, like we've said for past few weeks now have surprised us. They've played well to start the season. Their youngsters have produced. NYCFC without David Villa going up against that team scared me a little bit. But Jack Harrison took the reins of that offense. He went out. He got a brace and led this team to a 3-2 to victory. Jack Harrison for MVP. Jack Harrison for possibly my favorite player in Major League Soccer. It's amazing that rookie class he came in with. Oh, uh, not Kyle. Jack Harrison, Keegan Rosenberry, those two Joshua guys. Yarrow. Those two guys alone. Those three guys alone, honestly, unbelievable. Jordan Morris was last year. That uh, that Asian guy, I believe he's Japanese. He's that plays for uh, Toronto Adoro. Yeah, no. Endo. No, no, no. Endo. no, he plays for Toronto. Yeah, Endo. Yeah. Oh yeah, Endo. Endo. You. Yeah, but this this draft class has been amazing. Jack Harrison's obviously been a wonderful bright spot for New York City. He came into his own last year after paying his dues as a rookie. He's getting the starts. He's making plays. He had a brace this game assisted by Maximilio Morales, another possible newcomer for the year. But Jack Harrison might be going to Europe at this rate. I mean, because he's, he's young enough. He's young enough to sustain a long career if he plays MLS for a few more seasons and then goes to Europe. But Jack Harrison right now for MLS is a great thing because rookies and young players in this league helps gain recognition. People's going to buy them. And eventually we're going to get enough good young players that don't want to leave. This league will be the top 10 in the world because obviously we're not right now. And it's guys like Jack Harrison going to open the door to be MLS a top 10 in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jack Harrison's only 20 right now. If he's another, if he's a starter for NYCFC for another two, three seasons, by the time he's 22, 23, he could have a door open up for him in, uh, in England somewhere, in Scotland somewhere, somewhere like 
like a lower English division team, like somewhere like that, where he can go maybe go back to a country where he's more comfortable in and expand his career even more. I think the future is bright ahead of Jack Harrison, and I think the future for NYCFC is also bright. And like I said before, I'm hesitant to say that, but uh, I'm, I'm happy for my soccer club. So he can go to a lower team in England like Arsenal. <laughs> oh, Riley. Go Spurs. <laughs> Do you want to talk the about new other... yeah, the bad side of New York? <laughs> It just like I, I was, I'm not entertaining you with that. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Side of New York hosted a familiar face this week. Dax McCarty made his return to Red Bull Arena. New York Red Bulls two, Chicago Fire one. It was a sour return for McCarty as the Red Bulls get a two to one victory over the Fire. Fun game. Uh, it was. You know, your typical goal scorer, Bradley Wright Phillips, Nikamon Nikolic, Nick Mar Lawrence, the needless to say, unusual and not favorite to score with the winner in the seventy first minute. Really fun game. Uh, a lot of emotions in this game with Dax McCarty. And I'm glad to see a friendlier turn to Red Bull Arena. Uh I mean I wouldn't expect anything else. Red Bull fans, they love Dax McCarty, and for good reason. He was their captain for a long time, and he's one of the best players in Red Bull history. Um, I was just very happy to see Dax McCarty. He stayed after on the field for a very long time, signing uh, Red Bull fans' jerseys and pictures, and he took plenty of pictures with Red Bull fans. So it was just a very emotional and very classy return of Dax McCarty, who also assisted on Nemanja Nikolic's goal. So I was, I'm was i a Dax McCarty fan, and I was happy to see him do the right thing out there, and I was happy to see Red Bull fans give him the return that he deserved for what he did for that club. Yeah, I really enjoyed seeing him stay after, and MLS had a video up on their Instagram, Twitter, and all their social media platforms of him walking through the visitor locker room, and there's a picture of a whole bunch of Red Red Bull teams, and he points out to his face, <laughs> and it was just, it was magic. He, his big he really loved his time in New York. Well, it's gingery hair. <laughs> really. No, but Dax McCarty, class act, and a class act for Major League Soccer as a whole, and go, that was a very emotionally charged game, and now let's move on to a game that bored me a lot. And that was, I can't think of the right word, but that was San Jose and Minnesota. The San Jose Earthquakes defeated Minnesota United FC 1-0 off of a lone Florian Youngworth goal in the 54th minute. Um, that was pretty much it. <laughs> Minnesota, they, they didn't look bad defensively, only allowing one goal. Um, both teams didn't look great offensively. They could only get one goal coming, and that was off of a corner kick. So I think it was just a very average game from both sides. Both teams didn't look awful, but both teams didn't look great. And I think it's just let's move forward from that point. I don't I don't know if you have much to say about this game. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do know. I, I mean, both these teams are just. Uh, uh. Would you say that these teams put you to sleep? Yeah. Uh, the Quakes jerseys are very sleepy. This like that black and blue. It's a nice cozy 
comfortable combination. Just put you right to sleep. Do you know what else is comfortable and it's a good combination? That's why I said it. <laughs> uh, no, Tom, what is it? Uh, I think Elisa Mattress. Pretty comfortable. Oh, you know we're sponsored by them, right? Yeah, we are sponsored by Lisa. I have a script in front of me. You should, you should probably read that. Yeah, I probably should. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Lisa Sleep. And, hey, you know who else is sponsored by Lisa? Who? Michael Phelps. Well, Michael Phelps, that's an Olympic athlete, so we're pretty much an Olympic athlete. We're pretty much Michael Phelps. <laughs> that's what Minus I hear. The, the good hair and, like, the wife and stuff. And the body. And the gold medals. Yeah, it's okay. He's, like, what, 18 or 19? Uh, I don't know. A lot. A lot. A more a than lot. any okay. other Olympian. How about that? But Lisa... Is an innovative mattress, and they have completely improved that dreaded old mattress buying experience. And they've also changed the game, so you can now enjoy a comfortable mattress at the fraction of a price. And when I say fraction of a price, that means it is less than a normal mattress price. So it is cheaper, but it's also a luxury. It's it's mind blowing, really. That's, that, I mean, it's. I think what you just said made it start downpouring outside my window right now. I hear it. It's very loud. I know. Hey, you know what's good for rainy days like that? What's, what's, what's good for a rainy day? A nice, comfortable curling mattress? Up, curling up on a great mattress. And you know, have you ever been in those awkward showrooms? They, they want you to spend thousands of dollars on a mattress you don't really know is good or not? Oh, I hate it. Well, they have changed that as well. You can order your mattress online. It is made to order and shipped compressed in a box within business days. Unboxing that freaking – I had it going. <laughs> Unboxing the mattress, which is half the fun, takes less than five minutes. And you know how much all this is you know, going at a constant rate? How much? $525 is nice. where it starts. Wow. But wait. I can save you a little bit more money off that. Please. Are you not sure about ordering online? Lisa provides a 100-night risk-free trial along with free shipping so you can properly try out the mattress in the comfort of your own home. So if you don't like it, you can send it back after 100 nights. No questions asked. That's, that's an awesome deal. That's, I mean, it's incredible. You know what else is incredible? What? Uh, something that's incredibly comfortable is the Lisa mattress. <laughs> uh, so what makes the mattress different, you ask? It's all about the quality at Lisa. Just mentioned it's incredibly comfortable. It's comprised of three high-quality foam layers that provide cooling, contouring, and pressure relief. And best of all, it is 100% American-made. America. Like, so, like, Christian Pulisic's America. And he's a little German-made. He's actually Croatian. I mean, I mean, he, like, developed in Germany. Whatever, Clint Dempsey. <laughs> Clint Dempsey, American. Nacogdoches, Texas. Heart of Texas American. Deep in the heart of Texas. Or like X1 Fuel American, but you can continue. With over 10,000 five-star customer reviews, you can trust that this mattress is the right pick. You can go to Lisa, L-E-E-S-A dot com slash Aces with an S. And use the promo code ACE75 at checkout today and receive an exclusive $75 off your mattress you hear that promo code one more time? One more time. A, as in Andrew Jacobson. 
nice. C. As in, uh, da, da, da. Christian. Cole. No, I've already used that one. Christian Coleman. Christian. Who's that? The FC Dallas striker. Okay. okay. Yeah. There you go, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little not up to date on my FC Dallas games this year. They haven't been very interesting to watch. But nevertheless, E as an Eric Swiberg. Uh. Seven as an um. David Villa. Or use that one. Uh, that's okay, David Villa. David Villa. <laughs> five as in Matt Beasler. I think we used that exact one one time, but it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's the same combination. Who cares? We'll figure, we'll be more prepared for that every next week. Ace seven five. You can use that at checkout today to receive exclusive seventy five dollars off Elisa mattress. Riley. Tell me, Tom. I, it, it was good. Don't worry. It was good. I, I give you a B. I'm thinking I'm going to give you a B plus again. That's bull crap. All right, <laughs> that was a, that was like a ninety-eight. Hey, Riley, you want you want to speak up some bull crap? We have FC Dallas and Portland Timbers to talk about. Get it? Because like their their logo is their logo I, is I, like a bull okay. bull crap. Okay. Get out of here. Yeah, you, you want to? Are you talking? About Only that? I can make this type of joke, man. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll talk about it, Tom. Okay. Since, since you segued into it. I got it. <laughs> and this is you know. Whatever. Football Club Dallas, which is FC. FC Dallas 2. That was bad. Portland Timbers 2. Uh, Fernando Adi and Sebastian Blanco scored for the Portland Timbers in the 30th and 71st minute. Uh, Maximilio Yurudi, which is the only striker I really know for them. So please forgive me. I apologize. What was it? Chris Coleman? Who Chris, was it? Christian Coleman. Whatever. Um... Yeah, so this game draw 2-2, and it was boring. It, despite the fact there were four goals, this game was um, – it wasn't that fun to watch. No, I mean, it wasn't that fun to watch. It was four goals. I just think it was two very good teams in Major League Soccer, especially two good teams in the West specifically. Yeah, yeah and this is exactly how you thought this game would go. I know, exactly. I thought it would be a high-scoring game with not too bad of defense – even though there was four goals scored in this game, the defense wasn't awful. Um, Portland looked well without Diego Valeri in the middle. Fernando Aide kind of took over a little bit. He had an assist and a goal in this game. And on the other side, Maxi Arruti, uh, he had a goal and an assist for himself. So I just think both teams, their star players, you know, showed up. Both teams played decently well, and that is a point for both teams coming out of a very tough Western Conference game. It was a good, rainy, soaked point for Portland on the road to maintain their Western Conference lead. And FC Dallas maintained their unbeaten record in Major League Soccer. So so both teams really won? I think so. Sure. I mean, both teams won in their draw. That's that's what we're talking about. You know, you know, there's a game that we're talking about next that you're probably going to lead into. Uh, they actually had a winner. One winner, one loser. One winner, one America. loser. And it was a very dominant winner against a very dominant loser. And that is SKC versus Real Salt Lake. Sporting Wait, can you, be, can you be a dominant loser? Um, Real Salt Lake was that dominant loser this week. Okay. <laughs> Sporting Kansas City defeated Real Salt Lake 3 nothing. Benny Failhaber started the scoring in the 17th minute. Dom Dwyer, who's Riley's favorite, scored in the 51st minute to make it 2 nothing. And Gerso Fernandes scored in extra stoppage time to make it 3 nothing, and finished off Real Salt Lake in SKC's dominant performance over them. Um, 
I think it was a great game for Benny Fellhaber, honestly. He played well. He got everyone going. Gershaw Fernandes played well. Dom Dwyer, he didn't really play that well, but he got a goal himself. And I just think it is... This game is another example of why SKC is one of the top three teams in the West right now. Uh, in the Dom Dwyer thing, I like Sidney Dwyer better. <laughs> For obvious reasons. It's because she's a good soccer player. Uh, seems to be a good mother on all our social media platforms. And um, she's one of the first players I ever saw. For the U.S., yeah, a lot of people see Alex Morgan, Abby Wambach, it was Sydney Dwyer, yeah, or Sydney Larue, Sydney Larue, yeah, uh, yeah, but this game, uh, it was good and bad. It was very bad for me, also, like, very bad. Yeah, if you're an RSL fan, that game was not too fun to watch. But if you're an SKC fan, then you just saw your team get three awesome points with three awesome goals. Exactly, and do you want to know? You want, to, want to talk about another game that had th- two teams that scored three awesome goals each? I know a team that went up three goals and is now tied. <laughs> let three me, goals. Let me hear it. <laughs> Seattle Sounders Football Club, three. New England Revolution, three. But that three, three scoreline comes with a little sting to the Revolution. Diago... And yeah, I'm I'm gonna screw it up, but Kabashi. There you go. Yeah. Good job, brother. Uh, he's from Fuji, Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Japanese international. He's always the always, only always Japanese player in Major League Soccer. I love that. I love Japanese internationals. One there. of my favorite national teams in Japan. There you go. Uh, and Juan Agadello had a brace to put the Revs up three to nothing. In the 75th minute, Nicholas Sedero pulled one back. Oh, Seattle's not going to do it. They just got a goal for their home fans. 185th minute, Will Bruin scored one. Okay, maybe it's looking likely. Bang. Ozzy Alonso in the 88th minute. The draw at level. Seattle sounded for one of the greatest comebacks in MLS history. It's coming back 3-3. Three, three. Second week in a row, we've had a 3 Three nothing blown lead. Yeah, with Philly and Montreal last week. Yeah, uh, I just wish it was like three one so we can make Warriors jokes. <laughs> um, this game, uh, I think it was a tale of two halves or the tale of seventy five minutes, whatever. The Revs looked awesome in the first part of this game. Juan Agudelo was leading the Revs team like he should be every single game, um, but normally doesn't do it. Um, and he's a youngster. He's a youngster. Sure, he's like 26, I think. But uh, the Sounders, really? yeah, the Sounders came in the 75th minute with Nico Ladero, Jovan Jones, and Ozzy Alonso, and they played just very good soccer in the last 15 minutes. Came back and got a point out of what was gonna look like a messy loss for them. By the way, speaking of Messi, you see Messi's fifth hundred goal to beat Real Madrid? Ah, uh, yes, I did. Absolute brilliant. Rod Hudson had like a had a stroke in the <laughs> middle of it. I mean, it, you know, it's messy. It's a it's a big big time goal, big time game. So it had it had to be that goal, five hundred at Real Madrid. But this isn't a little league podcast. This is Major League Soccer. You know what else happened? In Major League Soccer involving one of the most storied franchises in the league. A zero zero draw. 
Yep. Yeah, it did. Um, we're not going to talk That's much like... about this game. I really don't want to. I know I'm just saying 0-0 draw between the Galaxy and the Union. Both teams didn't play awful, didn't play great. Pretty good defense. Brian Rowe and Andre Plakinet probably were the best two players on the field. And, I mean, that's pretty much it, Riley. If you want to say anything else, you can, but I would like to move on to D.C. Atlanta whenever you're ready. Hashtag double post. <laughs> Google that. Yeah, there was a very yeah, bad double post from the Galaxy in this game. That's such an MLS thing. But, like you said, we're running short on time here. Atlanta won. Atlanta United won. D.C. United, three. Uh, Atlanta looked like an expansion team for once. Yeah. Scored a ninth minute from Kenwan Jones. Uh, Michael Par- Parker scored an own goal in, a, in the net you're not supposed to score in. Uh, then DC added two more goals with Sebastian LaRue being, uh, being one of them. Uh, yeah, DC United stormed back from being down early, and they gave DC some things to look up to. Uh, yeah, Luciano Acosta probably was the best player in this game. He had a goal and an assist for DC United. And Bill Bill Hamid made some unbelievable saves for DC United, which is the only reason why they were in this game and why they won this game. So I think you have to look at Bill Hamid and Luciano Acosta for the reason why DC got three points out of this on the road. And I think uh, DC United proved to be the better United this week in Major League Soccer. The United. The only United in Major League Soccer. Um, so those are all the games this week, guys. Uh, some It wasn't too much of an exciting week, but we saw a 3 nothing comeback. We saw Luciano Acosta dominate Atlanta United. And we saw a double post from the LA Galaxy. So And a screamer from Carlos Rivas. And a screamer. That was actually my goal of the week. A screamer from Carlos Rivas. So... We want to finally thank X1 Fuel for joining the MLS Aces team. Uh, great guys over there and a great product that you should definitely go check out. All of that information is going to be in the show notes. And again, once and of course, once again, Lisa Mattress, always for being with us for these episodes. That's going to be in the show notes as well and all over our social media, so check that out. If you guys want to hear more of us, we are on iTunes, we're on Google Play Music. We are on SoundCloud, we are on Stitcher, and we are on Buzzsprout. You can find our Twitter at MLS Aces and at Riley J. McManus. And you can find us on Instagram at underscore MLS Aces. Riley, you have any closing thoughts before we end the show? Closing thoughts, uh, Orlando's top of the table in the Sporter Shield holder position. I know it's only May, but uh, things are looking up. I'm still not confident in them, but hey, enjoy it while it's here. And my closing thought for this show would be Jack Harrison for U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, Thank you, guys. Or president. (laughs) Or president, either way. (laughs) Um, Thank you, guys, and enjoy the rest of your day.